And we're back. Oh, here we are. So what's on the uh, the news today? I, well, I, I actually um, I've read an interesting story. Can I go first? Yeah, you sure can. Let me hit the door. I, I have recently heard that uh, MIT, right? That is, uh, you know, the Institute of Technology. Really? Yes. Uh, they actually created wireless electricity. That is amazing. Could you delve deeper into this yes, topic? Yes, of for course us? I can. Go ahead. Well, m- imagine if you will. Okay. <laughs> a generator that can literally throw little invisible baseballs of electricity across the room into your receiver. They uh, they powered a cell phone from seven feet away. See now, myself, I'd be I'd be afraid to get in the in the way of uh, these electricity balls. Why? What if they hit me in the junk? Uh, little radio balls are hitting you in the junk all the time, but it doesn't seem to affect your junk. I mean, I've not seen it recently, but I'm sure it hasn't been affected. What are you saying? My junk doesn't perform anymore? No, I'm just saying your junk has its own special little casing there that uh, prevents it from being pilfered. I heard recently that you suck. Really? And which yeah. uh, which standard news source was this from? It was from uh, Rob Sucks TV. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, actually, I've heard that those guys are complete idiots and they don't have any idea what they're talking about. So uh, they uh, they have no credit on their credit. on their website. They actually said that you'd say that. Oh, I, they don't have any credentials. That's the one problem. No, they do actually. One of them is an MIT graduate. That's a, no, that's an online uh, degree. No, he uh, he is one of the people that uh, that was working on the electricity project you were you were just mentioning. Moving on. <laughs> I got a spam message today. Right? Did he uh, ask you to improve something? No, no, no. It wasn't one of those. But I have actually been asked to take over a fortune from a small little country in, oh, uh, in Zaire. Well, no, and, and apparently, you know, it's a it's a large fortune. We're talking, oh. you know, I'm like, I, and well, I have to give it back to them, but I get to keep it for a while. And how I get, much? How much do you get to keep? I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of two billion. Oh, you uh, get to keep $2 billion. How much are you transferring for them? Well, no, that's, I'm transferring $2 billion. Oh. I get 10% of that. Wow. Yeah. So that's like? $200 million. You're right. Got the mental math down right So now. what are you going to do with your $200 million? Make a really cool swimming bath. You're listening to the And We're Back podcast with Rob and Ian. Send us a Gmail. And we're back at gmail.com. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> I believe what? next we have an interview. We don't have anyone to interview. Who are we going like, to take? We're on the radio. I know. We're you could have just pretended to be somebody else. I think this is a podcast, actually. They don't need to know. It's just us two. Fine. Can we edit this out? No. It's a podcast. You okay. Edit, okay. An interesting event came up recently when right. uh, we were doing the Rupert Carol. Yes. Yeah, which is a, a little carol that was a kind of a, a, play, uh, a play on the classic by uh, Charlie Dickens. Can I call him Charlie? Is that, yeah, is that I, I don't know if he'd appreciate it, but I know that I do. Well, that's all it counts, Ian. Anyway, uh, so I, we wrote, I wrote this actually um, and uh, it went fairly well. And on the last day of it, the uh, the Saturday, we decided to sneak into a parade. Now, right. this is a bit of a um, – what, what kind of idea would you call it? A drunken idea? I don't uh, yes, it was a drunken idea. No, uh, we, well, we, we shouldn't use drunken. I don't think that's, uh, that's kosher. Let's go with um, soberly impaired. It's a good one as well. It's kind of inebriated idea. The, the night before, we had a bit of a cast party, a very light cast party compared, very to, light. compared to the next one the next night. So we had this cast party and someone just came up to me and said, hey, are you going to be here for the parade tomorrow? And apparently they'd been talking about some kind of this, this, this whole parade business. 
and uh, they wanted to, to wanted to drive in this parade. Now, originally, when I thought they were talking about was uh, just getting in uh, Joe Gaber's truck and uh, and putting up some some decorations and making our own parade, which I thought was going to be hilarious, jumping out of the car and just going down the street. But it was an actual parade. But what turned out to be ed- equally as hilarious was uh, when they uh, when we got in the parade. It was of course you're supposed to book in advance, and they had it all lined up. And uh, Joe Gaber, being the man he is, just kind of we kind of ran, drove up to the the barricades, and he went, "Move it aside. We're, we're going in the parade. We're going in the parade." And they just looked confused and opened up for him because he's Joe Gaber and he's on the special events right. council. What else did Joe Gaber do during this time? That was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you you, uh, you obviously have seen the YouTube video. Oh yes, it's. I I would even go as far as to say that it's viral. It is. Vi- <laughs> It's not yet, but as soon as this podcast tells about it. If you want to go to uh, YouTube, type in Joe Gaber Parade, and uh, that's J-O-E Gaber, G-A-B-E-R, uh, Parade. And if you don't know how to spell that, well. Then get off our podcast. And uh, during the parade, uh, there was this uh, – anyway, we were. he was in his truck. He was alone. That was one of the funniest parts. He's alone in his truck. He's got his camera out. And, I, and, and after – of course, we got this camera because it had pictures of Rupert Carroll on it, which we took onto Facebook. And it's and, really funny because Joe Gaber actually doesn't know how to operate his own digital camera. So we do it for him. So and, yeah, um, he, he makes us get the pictures well, off of them. Ian most of the time. But I stole his card this morning to see if there's anything else on it. And of course, there were these videos and I, I started looking at them. Like the one that I chose that's on YouTube now is just – Ridiculous! What you got to love Joe for is his giggling fits. I, I and, agree. And basically, uh, Joe is—you know—he's driving from the parade. There's there's people lined up all the way down the road on either side, looking at him, and they're just waving kind of in a confused fashion at him. And he's just pointing his camera and going, "I'm doing it in reverse," <laughs> which makes no sense, of course. But he's he's actually referring to the fact that he's filming them rather than them filming him. So go it. to YouTube, type in Joe Gaber parade. <laughs> I'm doing the reverse. <laughs> Do the reverse. This is And We're Back. To talk to Rob and Ian, send them a Gmail. And we're back at gmail.com. This is a deep philosophical question. Right. If you were in a room yes. in the middle of a dark cave... Who would you want to be trapped there with? Oh, Russell Bowers is joining. Hey, Russell. Russell Bowers is joining us. If you were in a if you were in a uh, locked room, wh- what's going on over there? This is how you make the fire sound effect if you were a foley artist. I have the uh, sudden urge to go buy marshmallows and roast them. Uh, only if we include graham crackers and chocolate. Anyway, Ian, you didn't answer the question. Give me the conclusion. Oh, the conclusion was, and that's why. Oh, okay. Crete. Yeah. Crete. 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 Yeah. Crete is I'm, a nice I'm island. trying to bring Crete back instead of great. Actually, the, the, the real phrase I wanted to bring back was instead of saying, uh, you know, that's excellent or great or good, it's saying um, Sega. Have you ever seen those old commercials? Are where you like like Are you talking about at the beginning of the video games where you go Sega? No, Sega. So, yeah, yeah. It's the old commercials. Oh, the old yeah. like the Sega CD ones where they're all like Sega. Yeah, yeah. Like where there's a when pers- they got hardcore. Yeah, there was one um, where there was a, a girl. Uh, it was for the the Sega little console. What are those the things game called? Game Gear. Game Gear. And uh, the stewardess is in the air, 
and I guess the guy is playing his normal Sega in an airplane, and of course the the cord is dangling out the the the, the airplane. So when they get far enough away from the cord, it of course gets yanked out of the wall. Hilarity ensues. And he loses his game. Of course, if he had a game gear, he wouldn't have to worry about the exactly. cord. Yes. But anyway, what happens is the, the stewardess is coming around offering tea and coffee, which they hardly ever do properly these days. But uh, he, she comes up to his and, of course, she says, coffee, tea, Sega! That she offered him Sega I thought was really unique. I like uh, I like the logistics of that commercial that you just uh, described. I like the idea of him taking a TV and a Sega with an extension cord on an airplane and then them closing up the airplane – with the uh, with the cord still hanging out, you know, post nine eleven that would never happen. <laughs> well, but previously that was uh, that was pre nine eleven. Exactly, you exactly. could get anything onto those planes. I had very limited options the other day when I got on an airplane, and they offered me just coffee, water, orange juice, or tea. What about Sega? Didn't offer me Sega. That's a real. That's shame. despicable. I like picturing. Um, what happened to his extension cord as it got ripped from the, the wall socket down below? It probably got a little bit bent up, so he just has to bend it back into place later on. Yeah, it's but fine. you can imagine the cord is long, so it's probably dangling down and, and just dragging over the towns as it goes past. You know, like you know, you're just kind of walking down the street and a big cord flies past, and probably hitting cats and stuff in the face. Mm. Right. Or the cats are little kittens chasing it down the road. That's what I'm picturing. Going as fast as an airplane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Rocket cats. It can happen. No, it's, it's when yeah, you breed, I've, I've made a few rocket it's, cats. It's when you breed a rocket with a cat. And yeah, then, yeah, I know. I've, that was <laughs> one of the best Elton John albums of all time. Rocket, rocket cat. cat. Yeah. Rocket cat, I think, is possibly one of the underutilized concepts in cartoons. Oh, like the, the aspect of a cat on a rocket? Or a, ro- or a cat that has a rocket that they get around with. Like mutated from their back rocket? I'm uh, picturing it like, like jet it's, pack, a gr- it's a gross know. thing. It's like... I'm picturing it more of like a gross. See, I, I, I disagree with that because Wiley Coyote, although he wasn't a cat, rode a lot of rockets. But that's what I'm saying. The rocket cat. Like no. you might have considered Wiley Coyote a cool cat. And the I'm just I'm just saying, like logistically, yeah. in the way of ratings, you can't turn around and put a cat on a rocket right after Wiley Coyote's been doing it. But and no, but Wiley Coyote never up. did. No, Wiley Coyote never did it with any great success, and it always seemed to be accidental. Any success he did get. Now, I'm thinking was, like a cat that has rockets, some sort of rocket type. What if dual, he had? What, dual, if, he had, two what rockets. if he had rockets instead of legs? No, because when he no, he could no, fly like a Harrier jet. No, 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 because when he went a Harrier jet. <laughs> Here's the thing. You just have to point his legs backwards. No, the Rocket Cat has has two. Let's let's change the name right now from Rocket Cat to Harrier Cat. I like Rocket Cat. <laughs> so Rocket Cat has the two Harrier things cat. on his on the his, Harrier on his Cat back. No, right? no, you, you already and messed he flies up. Harrier Cat with his rocket on the back. There's no point in him not having legs because what happens when he wants to land? But maybe instead of a rocket, he's just a hover cat. But hover cat's How does a different concept. No, wait a second. How does he hover? Well, it's a magnetic thing. Oh, like the magnet trains in Japan. So would his would he have any legs? No, no, he just have a magnet below. Him. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> well, see, with the whiskers too, he'd have good balance. There you go, and yeah. uh, they could be weighed perfectly, and he wouldn't make much noise because your those... concept works better than mine. That's that's very true. He well, wouldn't make very noise. He'd, he'd be silent. Like it would require so it would require so little folly. So for a the certain people. degree of stealth, which cats like. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm sure he'd be able to catch Tweety. You imagine like Tweety sitting there, I'm a Tweety little birdie, and you hear this, it's gone. Right. By the time you hear the woos, it's, it's too late. Yeah. We should each fashion our own cat and race them. Hover cat versus Harrier cat versus Rocket cat. 
Well, <laughs> I think that's an idea. I, I think that mine's going to lose because although mine's he hovers. stealthy. He and, just and, hovers. Yeah, like yours, yours are going to fly and you'll, you won't be able to control them. They'll fly Rocket Cat them will win because he's, he's right out of the game. And yours will Harrier be, Cat has to lo- like, mine will be rise the, off the ship base and then okay. fly. I think when I see in my mind these cats flying, yours are way more scared than mine are. <laughs> no, I think... You know, going back to what you were saying about the cat being really scared. Oh, well, that's what you're... Whenever you're, I picture the, the, the hover cat, I see him looking very serene. Well, I think he'd be very calm. You know, he, like, would, he would be. He'd be like very neutral and just kind of like meow, you know, as he's, as he's taking away from the station. Whereas Rocket Cat, mm. I picture him screaming and flying towards whatever. Oh, see, my, no, Rocket Cat totally is used to this idea. I think Rocket <laughs> Cat is completely at home with the concept of a rocket. How long have you been patenting your, your Rocket Cat that he is now at least going going this fast? He's okay with it, that he's calm, well, as calm as Hover Cat. Hover Cat has nothing to be afraid of because he hovers. Like, there's nothing that could hurt him. Like, if someone threw a knife at him, it would just hover away. Go over there and stand in the corner. See how afraid you are of that. I don't want to go stand in the corner. Well, I'll do it. Go stand in the corner. Drop my papers. So that's essentially what Hovercat does. It is. Ian, look at what Rob's doing. Okay, yeah, he's standing. Right, so that's hovering, more or less. Like this is this is neutral neutral base, right? Yeah. This is essentially Yeah, but if you get the if you get the polarity right, he could be he could be flying. I mean if he jumped right now, he'd be hovering for about a, a tenth of a second. See, there you go, he just hovered. And what who who's scared of that? Well, um Well no, we're talking we're not talking about about Rocket cat or Harrier cat or hover cat striking fear into the heart of terrorists. No, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying I'm, ta- I'm talking I'm about not, the, I'm the well-being thinking. of the actual animal. That's what I'm talking Get back about. In a second, I'm just gonna get some water. Sure. I'm not the rocket cat is going to lose years off of his life just because he was so scared in the testing phases of the rocket pack and become live fast, die hard, and live a beautiful corpse. That's Rocket Cat's philosophy. How do you know what Rocket Cat's philosophy is? My cat. <laughs> I should know what it's. I thought you were just is. installing a rocket on the back of one of the strays in Prince Rupert. No, I'm strapping it to Mr. Boots. And you've bred Mr. Boots to to love being scared. No, but cats are fearless. Have you ever tried putting one in a bathtub? Um, Try putting one in a bathtub and tell me it's fearless. That's not fear. It's trying to get away from you as hard as possible. Yeah. Moving on. You're listening to the And We're Back podcast with Rob and Ian. Send us a Gmail, and we're back at gmail.com. Russell, do you watch Heroes? No. Mm. Oh, that's that's a shame. I was just going to discuss, well, it might be good to have an outside eye. Um, in the third season of Heroes... It's up to three? No, it's going to be up to three. It the is. second season was cut short. Because of the, the writer's, writer's strike. strike. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cut by 12 episodes. Yeah. Or 13 or whatever. It was right. only went out until 11. Um, in the in the fourth season, wait, third, third season. Um, You're already getting ahead of yourself. Know. It's called villains. Be a fourth one. It's called villains. And now, Russell, I'd like you to tell me what the uh, what the next villain they're going to introduce will be. Of course, this is one power and one power only, unless you're Peter Petrella or Siler. Yeah. So if I was going to be on cast on the um, heroes on, on heroes as a villain, mm-hmm. what what power would I want? Yeah. And why? Um, I think I'd like to be able to look at the back of someone's head, blink, and have it explode. Uh, you know the 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 thing about that, um, that actually makes a lot of sense in this in this case because if you as long as you were well, what if they were behind you though? Yeah, well, then it's useless. 
Every 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 villain has to have some sort of Achilles heel, otherwise you don't defeat him. There's one guy, Siler. Or well, no, Siler. If you stab him in the chest, he, he yeah. Kind of no, that's up. true. If you if you stab him in the chest, he's hurt for a second. Yeah, exactly. So they need a, you not know. Peter Petrelli. That's true. Well, see what this is. Peter's power. Okay. Is uh, anybody any mutant? We'll call them mutants right now. Any mutant he comes into contact with or has contact contacted with mm-hmm. in the past se- series, yeah. he gains their ability. Oh, like Rogue from X Men. Except he gets to keep them, and he yeah. doesn't have to touch them. He just has to be near them. He just has to be near them. Oh, so that's a little bit different from Rogue, but mm-hmm. essentially the same thing. Uh, very, very much similar. And doesn't Rogue have to actually kill someone to maintain? Their no, yes, she just has to actually touch them with her skin. Yeah. No, no, but but the only reason that she got to maintain her abilities to levitate and be super strong is because she killed um, uh, that was it, that was the Wonder Woman. It was um, some other strong Dazzler. It was yeah, it was some da- other- Dazzler. <laughs> you remember Dazzler? Dazzler's the single worst super superhero in the entire Marvel universe. Oh, I don't know about that. The what about Flamer? What about Brother Voodoo? I don't know who Brother Voodoo is. Well, precisely. <laughs> There's a whole page of, of um, Marvel characters I never heard of. I, I looked up on the net and there was like the forehead. <laughs> Dazzler had by far the worst super ability ever. She made lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, wasn't she a DJ or something? Yeah. yeah. No, she's a singer. Oh. There you go. She's a pop singer. She well, at least stupid. she could do her own shows, her own pyrotechnics. True enough. Yeah. Like, and mean, she did. And I'm she sure was she actually did. she was actually even in the arcade uh, – Arcade Marvel X Men series, Dazzler versus Street Fighter. No, it was in that one. You know the the one where you're no. trying to fight Magneto. Yeah, and it was on all the fairies. No, I do. Now here's the question: yeah, If you could team up mm-hmm. someone from, say, like a comic book world or some other sort of universe, mm-hmm. so to speak, with somebody from another universe and have them go on an adventure of some kind, who would you pair up? For example, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And Batman. Would I tear – oh, that's, that's your team? Yeah. Well, I'm just – no, that's not my team. Well, it's written in stone now. <laughs> I'm not taking that team. I already wrote it down. No, no. I'll, I'll get – this is my concept. I'm just like, – And then what are we doing with them? The do, they have to, do they have to fight after we you all – pick, You can pick your own adventure too. OK. But, no, right. no, I like, – I would like to team up. Is it from anything? Anything. I'm going to team up Wario for comic relief. Mario? Wario. Wario? Wario. Wario. He's the evil version of Mario and he he's just funny. He's, okay. not, he's not really that funny, right. but yeah. just he probably would be in this case. And Okay, Wario who just has the power to be super evil and fat. And um let's say uh who's a good I don't I, I can't think of anyone else that no, I want to go on that team. Well, super well does it need to it's be It's a duo. It needs to be oh. superheroes too. No, it could be anybody from okay. any sort of sh- universe type of environment or story environment from any long running. And story Captain Planet, Captain Planet, Wario and Captain Planet. That would make a, that would make a crazy <laughs> duo. Exactly. What would they do? Well, this is this is what would happen: is Mario, of course, would be trying to save the day, and Wario would be screwing it up. And at some point, um, they would accidentally pollute something, at which point Captain Planet would, of course, come to solve the pollution problem. And from then on, I, you know, maybe it's a, a matter of them being on a boat somewhere, cleaning up the waters of a lake. And Wario, you know, Captain Planet's doing all the cleaning and Wario's up there telling jokes 
I, I'm, I, he's not very good at jokes, so it's more like the jokes on him. Like he'd be one of those comedians that just goes up there and starts talking, and then he wets his pants, and everyone laughs. That's the kind of person I, I see Wario as. Right. So um, with with uh, with Captain Planet's ability to be super environmentally aware, I imagine that they would, uh, you know, probably go on to do a good comedy show together, a comedy troupe or something, you mm. know. And uh, and all the proceeds, of course, would go to the WWF. So it's using comedy to heal the world. Yeah, using comedy and Captain Planet's awesomeness to heal the world. Okay, and uh, I I'd like to see uh, uh, Cyrus from uh, um, Metroid uh, along with uh, inner suit or not inner suit? Not inner suit, obviously. You want to see those nice red locks. Uh, along with, um, uh, let, let's say, uh, Papa Smurf. Interesting choice. Yeah. I like that. Why Why those two? There's such uh, a height difference. Yep. Uh, it'd be like the odd couple. Sure. Uh, they, they'd have a, a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, you can't take the sitcom idea. Where, where, no, you, he you're already doing, has comedy. You're doing a, I have a comedy act. You have a comedy act. They're yeah, yours is just going to be more comedy. Completely different. Well, the, there's one is small and the other's big, and one's a girl and one is blue. Like this is stupid. I like that theme song though. You, he has a better theme song so far. Yeah, you came up with it. Great. Why you gotta? Why you gotta always ruin my ideas? I'm gonna raid on your parade, Ian. Find a different. It's segment. actually an action movie. Okay, okay great. there you go. Great. And uh, still funny, but go ahead. <laughs> Papa Smurf. <laughs> One is blue and the other's big, and they're going to have an action adventure now. <laughs> See, and it's still it's a good theme. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, and and uh, and Cyrus is uh, is like fighting uh, the aliens, etc. Yeah, uh, and uh, and Papa Smurf uh, gets recruited because he has uh, the only blood in the world to solve uh, uh, some sort of crazy virus. So he has to he has to ride uh, on Cyrus's shoulder the entire time. With a cape? No. Little cape? No. I don't like your concept. <laughs> I don't like you. Fair enough. Russell? I would like to pair up B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> the hot one. Actually, Blanche. Blanche was the hot one. Yeah, she's, she's a slut. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to pair her up with uh, Bones McCoy. <laughs> For what? I think it'd be really fun if they had some sort of. I don't know. I think know. it'd be great if they had kids. <laughs> Twins. Twins. Yes. Boy and a girl. No. They're both in the in their age that which they're most popular. Like you know in that that late sixties, early seventies kind of range, and they've got five year old twins, and they basically try and coexist on a cruise. Oh, our luggage is missing. And things like that happen to them, and they just. So basi- wait a second, it's a comedy. <laughs> no, it's a it's a romantic comedy. You can't do a comedy, apparently. <laughs> okay, it's, it's just a romance then. It's a romance. Okay, it's a romance. There better but, be no comedy in it. <laughs> it's a dramedy. No, jo- no, yeah, oh, no, no d whatsoever. <laughs> it's a romantic dramedy. I wasn't allowed to have any d. You should, you already did. You said Smurf and Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, that's, action. That's funny. There, there is funniness to that. I'm not saying it's he, like Bruce Willis funny. I was just, I was he was just going saying, with the sitcom. Thing. You don't want to, you don't want to infringe on copyrights um, that Rob has made. Do you feel that my romantic drama no, no, in I, any I, I way was, I was protecting infringes? It. Yeah, 
just to spite Ian. You've got a sitcom. <laughs> I've got a full-length movie here. This is And We're Back. To talk to Rob and Ian, send them a Gmail. And we're back at gmail.com. And we're back. And we're back. That's our... Okay, can we do it together? And, and we're back. back. There we go. Uh, about, about to get joined in the in the studio with a very special guest. Very special guest. Uh, Lyle McNish has actually just walked into the studio. Have a seat, Lyle. Lyle, if you could uh, if you could put on the the headphones there and uh, and join us in our deep conversation. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's figure out what uh, Lyle's duo would be. Oh yeah. Okay. Lyle, if you could pair up any two. Uh, imaginary characters from any two different environments that have ever been made up. And they had to go on an adventure. What would it be? We'll give you some examples. Sonic the Hedgehog. That wasn't mine. No, I'm just saying that was oh, the okay. initial example. I don't want him to take anything you guys are doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Sonic well, the Hedgehog. You can't do an MD. Who do I have? Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. and and Batman. You got Sonic the Hedgehog from the games world and you got Batman from comics. So you can pull from any... any even reality, theoretically. No. It has to be imaginary <laughs> characters from any sort of long-running storyline kind of thing. Well, because I fantasize about this woman as as my girlfriend, so I, I think she's not really real, but I know she was real. So does that count? <laughs> Who? <laughs> the singer? Rihanna? Lyle, we're recording right now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's okay. I, was just, I thought it would be trying to it bring nice, up an example. It was a nice gesture. Um, I don't what, think, uh, okay, so from two different genres. Sure. Okay, um, Humpty Dumpty. Oh, good choice. Right. And um, the Freak Brothers. Remember those like cartoon Freak All the Fabulous Furry Freak, Freak Brothers, Brothers yeah. yeah. Well, that would be multiple ones. Yeah. Fred. I think there was Fred, though. Fred the Freak Brother? Yeah, there was Fred was one of the Freak Brothers. And what would Humpty Dumpty and Fred the Freak Brother do? They'd probably get stoned and fall a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Or either they would fall, and then as medication for this, the falling and breaking into pieces, you'd get stoned, I guess. This is HBO. And, uh, and that's the adventure that Lyle would want them to go on. <laughs> oh, the adventure I'd want them to go on? No, it's already no, that's, done. That's, that's, that's it. I guess I took that too literally. <laughs> I think that works, though. I think it works. No, it would make everything else we came up with. Yeah, it would make for some quality TV. Ours was way too complex. That's just simple and great. That's the kind of person I am. (laughs) Simple and great. You could probably get eight episodes out of that. I think. And the network wouldn't even think of canceling series. Well, imagine if he was on like the uh, wall as it was coming down. (laughs) So wait a second. Are you are you picturing this on Berlin Wall? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh political edge. No, no. Oh, oh, we're getting the wrap it up sign. Okay. <laughs> From our producer, Russell. Russell's in the producer chair. Is it always the middle finger in a circle? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes. So let's move on. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, this, this definitely is like a land the plane one, I think. Uh, okay. Let's move on to our last, next topic. No, uh, uh, our last topic is. Every day, every day at the end of the show, we like to give a little piece of uh, just advice to everyone out right. there. Right, yeah, a little um, piece of advice. And, and, of course, we've got Lyle on today as a guest. So, um, Lyle, uh, if you could give advice to a little orphan Christmas say villa right now yeah, in, in Italy. In Uganda. He's, no, no, he's in Italy on a villa. I thought we were supposed to work together. We are. Can't he be in Uganda? I already took your suggestion and vetoed it. How about an Italian villa in Uganda? Okay. And he only has one leg. On the waterfront. You have to give this kid advice. What's so your, I have to give the advice to this the kid. The piranha is still eating. Okay. So that's what I would say to that's you. That's the sound of the piranha. Once it's not off one limb, run or hop or something. 
He doesn't have much time, Lyle. Fly, fly, take flight. (laughs) Will yourself to flight. Uh, Our last goodbye comment is, will yourself to flight. (laughs) All viewers. And by viewers, I mean listeners. This is uh, Ian, say goodbye for uh, whatever. And we're back. And we're back. This has been the And We're Back podcast from RustPod.com. To email the show, send us a Gmail. And we're back at gmail.com. To email Anderson Cooper, send a note to ac360 at cnn.com. To make an omelet, you'll have to break some eggs. I'm Jenny. How's your father? Call me at 867-5309. See how far that gets you.